Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Came from Disney Plus podcast. And once again, we're covering something really odd from the 2010-ish era. We have Wizards on Deck with Hannah Montana with our guest star once again, Annie, the Disney Channel encyclopedia, as we refer to her on this podcast. I should change my Twitter to that. Thank you. (laughs) The Disney Channel. Uh, At least we're covering something on Disney Plus this time. True, at least we are covering something on Disney+. Plus. And about that, those two episodes have become bonus episodes, so this is episode six. That makes more sense, that we don't have to actually rebrand it came from Disney Parks. Yeah, we'll just do bonus episodes where we cover whatever the heck we want. But this is a 2010... When did this come out? 2009. 2009. July 17th, 2009. That spanned across three shows. Now, I don't know. It doesn't say anything about it. So basically what happened was called the Big Five Friday, according to the Sweet Life Wiki. And it played all and all simultaneously. So one episode played before, one episode played after, one episode played. Like they played in order because this is an order like in order. Yeah, and it, it garnered about 9.3 million viewers when it aired, which is a lot, especially these days when people don't watch TV as often. Well, also uh, Disney Channel, because people just started hating it. Yeah, it was still relatively popular in 2009, but definitely not what it used to be. So, yeah, Wizards uh, on Deck with Hannah Montana. It featured three parts from th- three different shows, and I remember there were a lot of sweepstakes, like a lot of commercials for they would probably air this over and over again. Um, was and, this a yeah? Or, I remember entering. <laughs> was this the Disney Cruise Line on deck thing that they did? That's a thing, uh, maybe. But I just remember them having the wands. Um, but it was sponsored as this, like branded as this crossover for some reason. Because I remember someone. I think it was one of the Twitter accounts that tweets old Disney stuff. They tweeted a promotional poster that said. Disney Cruise Line on deck and it had like the actors on the ship so I'm assuming that's what this was part of that sounds so redundant too I mean it's it's a cruise of course it's on deck like I don't remember exactly why Zach and Cody were on the ship for so long yeah they were on it for like they were on it for like two and a half years and then it got demolished because now that their uh, essence has been here nobody will ever inhabit it again the ship crashed into Castaway Key and it's just there now. It crashed and burned steamed. <laughs> it crashed and burned um, steamed. I love how that's that our process. most viewed episode. No, it, it, it's amazing. That was such a fun one, too. One of the most absurd <laughs> shows Disney's ever made, definitely. But back to a more absurdness. Like, this is not the only crossover they've done with their Disney Channel shows. They've done Spider-Man. There was Jessie. another very similar one to this, too. Really? That's so sweet life of Hannah Montana. So think about how enduring sweet life and Hannah Montana have been as institutions of this channel to the point that they can do two crossovers of that of those shows and then just switch out That's So Raven for Wizards. So like That's So Raven, like that's probably like I don't remember that being on air ever. <laughs> I don't remember really, watching it. I don't that. remember if it was three runs, but I've seen it. Um, I've watched the reboot, and the reboot's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty decent. That would be interesting. Yeah, the reboot, the reboot's not half bad. If they were to reboot Zach and Sweet Life for Zach and Cody, they would probably cast 
Jake Paul or something. You know, there were actually, um, I've seen a video about that where the actors did have a plan for this. They wanted to have Zach and Cody go off to college and teach another kid their ways. Like, hey, this is the tipped in. This is where you sneak around. Like, they wanted to be the mentors to this kid so that the younger lead could take over the show and, like, progress yeah. it. But Disney didn't like that idea. And then I think they tried to call them back. I don't remember. It's been a while. But they, they did have an idea for what they wanted to do creatively, which would have been a really cool show, I think. Yeah. Do Were they in charge, the, the like, uh, the actors? Were they, like, a very, like, influenced on the show? Like, I wonder if this was their idea. Like, they were friends with somebody on set for Hannah Montana and... I know that that I just said was at least to some extent their idea. I don't know if that like they were used to having some amount of creative control, but probably I mean, not. They, they were, were just older, kids. Maybe they wanted to have like a more you know creative involvement. Yeah, because they were on the show for six years. But that's such a weird thing for Disney to do is give creative control to so many like the actors because a lot of times corporate has creative control over just everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And, and advertising then, also has control and, over everyone. And that's how we get stuff like this. Yeah, this was definitely a product of marketing. Like, who else would put the wizards on the cruise ship with the famous pop star and the mischievous twins? Like, this is marketing. This is, they were like, please make this a crossover. This is the MCU before the MCU took off. This is the Disney multiverse. People were complaining that crossovers are happening now. Just look at what Disney Channel mm-hmm. is doing. This is the Spider-Man oh, No Way Home of 2009. And it probably does tie into Marvel. Like you could absolutely tie this world into Marvel very easily. Because if Jesse exists in the same universe. Absolutely. And like, wasn't the Tipton in New York? Boston. Boston. Okay, the Tipton is in Boston. But if it's in... I mean, it, it probably all connects if you really wanted it to. Yeah, they all take place on Earth around the same time <laughs> it's not like it's in the future or in the past i think labarat's elite force is the only one that takes place in the future hmm, not by much maybe there are definitely there's another planet in that show and it is not portrayed in any creative way in my opinion but let's save that for when we talk about elite force i think we have a lot to talk about here yeah so is there anything like do you I don't remember this coming on at all i just vaguely remember a weird really? crossover do you remember this coming on tv Yes, yes. I remember this coming on TV. I remember the commercials for it. Not in any great detail, I'm afraid, but I definitely watched it around the time it came out. I just remember watching Wizards of Waverly Place, that episode where they make the train in the restaurant, like a real train by accident, and they get <laughs> trapped, like, going through different dimensions. I think you're talking about the beginning of the movie. Is that the beginning of the movie? Unless I'm, where, the, where Alex turns the train. I, I think so. I think so. We're going to need to watch that one, too. I haven't seen it in a bit. Because I remember for some episodes that were really weird. There, that ghost episode, I talked about it prior to recording this. Like, there's a ghost episode. I think it's the Halloween special of the first season. That scared me as a kid for some reason. Oh, that ghost. I thought you were talking about the apartment uh, 13th floor ghost. Okay, no, no. no. I know what we're talking about now. Yeah, those, those are creepy. <laughs> like, Disney has done some creepy stuff. And I think that falls into it. Because, like, if you go watch the episode, I, it's, I think it's season one, the Halloween episode. But we're going to jump. Halloween. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to jump into this crossover. And um, hopefully it's semi-entertaining or it's a complete mess. 
of crossovers because you know how Hannah Montana all is. All I remember, all I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say is Justin in a hot tub. <laughs> I remember the cruise ship set being pretty bad on Sweet Life, so. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll be back. We're gonna have fun. Yes. So that was a really weird crossover, having to jump between three different things on Disney+. Plus. Definitely. You can definitely tell they did it to get traction to those other shows. I was actually thinking about that while we were gone. Like how you said there was an I'm in the band one, right? That was yeah. an I'm in the band episode. So maybe it's not a, not a sweet life. So it's like maybe they're trying to draw traction to these other shows by marketing them with these bigger ones. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. That's how crossovers work. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, especially on Disney one, Channel, this ratings one start, are everything. This one starts off strong and then ends in the bucket full of soapy, disgusting seawater. Because the yeah, Miley Cyrus... It, it starts pretty fun, honestly. The Hannah Montana episode is definitely the weakest. Good thing it was the last one. Yeah, and they I, just shove what I assume is an ad for a concert that already happened at the end of it. Yeah, they actually filmed a real concert in Hawaii. <laughs> and I, I don't oh, know. Boy. I want. I don't want to know how much you got to pay for that. Oh man! That oh, was probably no. like a thousand dollars. All right. Okay. I was just going through Wikipedia and looking at the extra features involved yeah. in the discs, but we'll we'll get there. We'll get There's there. There's a disc for this. Yeah, yeah, there is. I've seen them on eBay. Wow. Um, <laughs> this specific so think, thing? Huh? This specific set of episodes? Well, yeah, yeah, for Wizards on Deck with Hannah Montana. Maybe it includes some other episodes to pad it out, but in the cover, it's just that. What the heck? That's weird. But this whole thing is really weird. Like, the setup for it is... Uh, starts off with wizards because Zach and Cody are of course are always on the cruise ship. So like the setup mm-hmm. we it just starts with uh Alec what's his name? I don't know the character. This is Justin winning an essay contest that gets him on this teenage only cruise, which might I say is a dangerous thing, all right. Yeah. Teenage only cruise to Hawaii. Yeah, that sounds like a recipe for trouble in my opinion. Um, there are only two adults in the whole show, so like, how? Um, that sounds if like that it would happened be chaos. in real life, there would be so much weed. Oh yeah, definitely. Like in every cabin, <laughs> the whole ship would smell like Snoop Dogg's house, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh, this okay. first episode starts <laughs> off because the Sweet Life characters and the Wizards of Waverly Place characters clash so well. They, like, just mix together really well. I think it would have been stronger if Hannah Montana wasn't in this. Right, because of Doom Wizards and Sweet Life, you have the prankster and the smart one, and then Max and all these weird people, you know, he had that get along. It would have been Max. interesting just to see those two, you know, those two sets of characters. I hate Max. And that was basically the first episode. It was mostly just them. <laughs> um, I despise Max, so I'm happy he's only in, like, one episode. I, I despise him too, but at least he, he works in the context of that first episode. Yeah. And at least he is in Hannah. And I like there's multiple annoying characters. I didn't I forgot how stupid what's her face is. Uh pair uh 
Oh, what's her name? Is it Bailey? No, the the famous girl. Uh, oh, London. Yeah, London. Or Hannah or the, London. Lily, right? You're talking about Lily. No, I'm talking about London. Oh, London. Okay, Lily's annoying too. I no, forgot London how, is very annoying. I forgot how stupid she is. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Ugh. That shows how forgettable these like some of these characters are because they're so annoying. I couldn't even remember their name, and we watched it like 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, uh, London Tipton is a parody of Paris Hilton. Yeah, I don't know how well that aged, honestly. Not really, not well. <laughs> Why isn't the blonde girl in this? I. Oh, because she was probably filming High School Musical and Phineas and Ferb and doing other projects. Like, because the Sharpay was, the Sharpay movie was coming out. Oh, yeah, you're right. But why isn't the mom in this either? Eh, because, I mean, I mean, the show would be less fun with parents, but also, I I don't know. Yeah, like. I I thought the whole point of, you know, the ending of the first show was she might go singing on that cruise, but I guess they ruined that for her. Yeah, she got kicked off. And now, now her boys are just perpetually stuck on a cruise ship forever. They're gonna convert the Galactic Star Cruiser if it fails to the Sweet Life on Deck <laughs> experience. Would I want that? Yes. Yes, it would be far better than the money-hungry, disgusting thing that is Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh uh, yes. But anyway, back and instead to this. of lightsaber training, you get to go on the the luggage carts. <laughs> they build a roller coaster on the roof themed to luggage carts. <laughs> you can still see you can still see Galaxy's Edge. There isn't like water around you. It's just it's just still the Galactic Corpse, the Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh, but man. you want to get into like what happens in the first episode? Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Justin wins a contest to go on the cruise with his siblings, but Alex initially can't go because she is failing science. Oh, me, me too. That was me last <laughs> Not semester, me. and most likely you <laughs> last semester too. Oh yeah, wait, yeah, I failed biology too. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, they go to the cruise to say goodbye to Justin and Max who are going on, and Alex discovers there's a school there. So she's like, "Hey, you know, I can do my science on here." Uh, spoiler alert, she doesn't do her science. Obviously. Uh, a spoiler for a decade old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the dad's like, hey, you know, give me the pizza. I'll let, I'll let you on board. Have fun. And the mom, oh my God, the mom is iconic. The They're such iconic. good. They're good parents at the same time as being terrible parents. They're great and terrible at the same time. I can't. can't I still think they're one of the better portrayed Disney sitcom families because they aren't horribly yeah. like dysfunctional they really work off each other really mm-hmm. well and i think that's props to the actors except for max i hate max yeah so many families just feel incredibly awkward and like you don't want to be part of it but then like the russos i think it, they, they just have such a dynamic that works really well and uh, like yeah. that this episode doesn't really show it it's mainly the kids but if you go back and watch wizards like you realize how great they work off each other as comedians and like it, it makes this show one of the better sitcoms definitely and you know there you can say it's a harry potter knockoff but i think it has some very weird lore they don't get into which would make they it reference harry potter in this don't they 
Oh, no, they reference Harry Goodness. Potter in the Hannah Montana episode. They do? We Really? I didn't catch that. Yeah, they said Hagrid has been in the shower, and I was like, cool. What? <laughs> Hagrid is loose on the ship. Oh! <laughs> I, I think I know where they might have said that, but I did not hear it. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll um, get back to that, why that's... The hair, right? <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. Um, yeah. So Alex is on board now. They're all on board and they get to stay in the infirmary. And Justin, right, because this is a thing that happens in every Disney crossover. The the main guy from one show likes the main girl from the other show. It's yeah. always that for no reason. It's extremely out of character. It never works. It's even in Lab Rats versus Mighty Men. It, it just, it, it's a trope. This I don't is understand it. Friendly reminder that Debbie Ryan is also in Sweet Life on Deck. So this is technically a Jesse crossover. A kicking it crossover. Uh, before she knew she was Jesse. And before the guy knew he was uh, what's his face in kicking it. Is he oh, in yeah, kicking it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was Rudy on kicking it. So it, it's the kicking it Jesse, Sweet Life Wizards, Hannah Montana crossover with a little bit of Marvel if you really want to go there. But isn't that other Jesse, Jesse's friend in Bunked as well? Or Hannah Montana's friend in Bunked? The girl with the. I have like, not watched Bunked. <laughs> Is she? Let me check IMDb because I recognized her and I don't know if she is. Let me check the okay, Hannah. Yeah, I'll go for that. I, I guess I'll, I'll keep the uh, the definitely live in studio audience busy so they don't run out of the studio. I should add the studio the studio audience background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Add, add some um, edit them in in case they run off because we totally have them. We were that popular. Um, anywho, where are we? Oh, right. Uh, Alex is on board. They go sleep in the infirmary. Justin wants to crush on London, which is exactly what he does, which is not like him at all, if you think about she, it, like him going for the dumb character. You know what? You want to know what she values in? ingenuity. You want to know what, what Hannah Montana's friends in? She was in Spy Kids. That's what I remember her in. She was that girl with the pigtails. I vaguely remember that. How is Spy Kids 3D the only one I remember? How is that possible? So unfortunately, Spy Kids isn't on Disney Plus, so we can't cover it. <laughs> no, it should be. It Disney should buys be. Spy Kids oh and turn and turn Indiana Jones stunt show into a Spy Kids show. <gasps> yes. Because the only Spy Kids With thing audience we've gotten, participation. The only Spy Kids thing we've gotten is this terrible animated Netflix kids show. Really? Yeah, that's that about it. Awful. We got a Shark Boy and Lava Girl sequel though, and that was actually yeah, pretty entertaining. I I don't like how they. I feel like the cast is so much younger in that movie. Yeah, the second one. I feel Why like do they always age down these things. But it's funny more. seeing. It's funny watching this and seeing how young the cast was and like how old they. Like Debbie Ryan was in her twenties when she did Jesse, right? Oh, I feel like she was. She looked like uncomfortably old compared to everybody else in there. She looked older than Bertram somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I follow Bertram on TikTok. He's so funny. I love him. I've heard he's great. His TikToks <laughs> are far funnier than the teenagers dancing. That's great. That's great. I've uh, always so been scared that Disney is going to do a uh, TikTok <laughs> TV show, like game show. I've always been no, so scared they're going to they do that. Wouldn't. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Anywho, uh, we're only through episode one of three so far. 
And okay. yeah, while so yeah, Justin decides to go uh, horning in on London, and we see uh, you want to talk about this because you're studying marine biology. Uh, he pretends to be a doctor paleontologist. It's Help? just it's just paleontologist, but he keeps referring to himself as a doctor. So like if he's, but the, I get this is a show, but I'm sorry, it really made me mad. When he's like, oh, I saved these animals. You're a paleontologist. You deal with dead things. You don't <laughs> well, save anything. For, like, these writers have to know the definition of a paleontologist. The internet existed. They could have just looked it up and corrected themselves. But, but in a classroom scene, they do get something right. Using the blue dye with lobsters because they have an open circulatory system is correct. Because the blue dye helps... Uh, highlight the open circulatory system in lobsters so they got that right there's your science factoid of the day that lobsters have an open (laughs) circulatory system so maybe the justin thing was intentional like a very deep cut like maybe the justin thing was intentional to show how dumb london is that's my conspiracy theory that's my guess but they also have this exhibit on the ship for like fossils of the past i think or something and they show shells that are existing i don't know if they were supposed to be like these fake marine organisms but they're just scaled up shells you can find on the beach in florida so so evolution is like way more dramatic and different in that world is what it's implying yeah it's implying that dinosaurs probably still exist but this (laughs) this comes from the same universe that people can time travel in so we're not going to question that but i mean zach and cody time travel to the age of dinosaurs and super twins so it's like uh, there were dinosaurs in the past are there dinosaurs now maybe (laughs) just just like the mosasaurus comes up and like eats the boat (laughs) and it's just like the end that'd be fun that would be the Jurassic Welcome World crossover. Jurassic the Jurassic World crossover would be a legendary, like Universal and Disney finally stop hating each other and they they cross over. Like who framed Roger Rabbit all over again? It's who framed the right Roger flying everywhere. <laughs> the right go out the windows. See, we have way too much fun on this podcast. Oh, especially when you know things like that. That shows get wrong and it, it angers the, the you in the inside. <laughs> but yes. but there's a funny gag on the poster in the background where it says this text repeats over and over. <laughs> because that's what they yeah, do. That's, when that's something's out of focus. But when they, they cut to another shot, they use the same text. So if you look, it says this just repeats. And then after that, it said this just repeats because they don't need to show what it says. But then in a poster yeah. in the classroom, I think they just bought off like a teacher website because it shows that we're like the largest marine like mammals and it shows a dolphin, a dolphin and an orca. And it says something about like the only thing I can make out is the largest, which is correct. So I'm assuming they didn't make that, that they just bought that. That's so interesting. Like you work in the set department and you're going to a teacher supply store to buy. I feel like they do that all the time, though. Well, of course. Because that poster was probably in the Girl Meets World set or, or Boy Meets World set or something. They probably have had that for years because it looked old. But Mr. Mosby Amazing. as a teacher would be awesome. Does he have a Honestly, doctorate? I was like, he probably doesn't have a teaching license, but I don't care. No, I, I'm pretty sure in one episode they mentioned he has a doctorate in like teaching. What? Th- he has like an awesome. education doctorate. <laughs> 
But anyway, Mr. Mosby is a teacher. I feel like I brought this up when we were watching it. They have such, like, Zach and Cody and Mr. Mosby have such a good dynamic that works so well. Like, I never really noticed it until now, like, how well that is written. Because it could just be, ooh, adult gets them in trouble. But Mr. Mosby genuinely seems to, like, interact with Zach and Cody when they're not getting into trouble pretty well. I know. Because he, so he seems pretty happy to have him in the class. Like, uh, is it Zach or Cody that is in the class? I get that mixed up. Cody. Cody's in the class. And Cody's, like, I didn't realize how smart he was. Like, he... He knows his stuff. Of course, he's the smart one. So he needs to know everything. So the other one can know nothing. And Harper. And we should just get a show where we should have gotten a show where it's just Harper and Cody. You know, forget Zeke, because honestly, I hate him. I I hate Zeke. Let's just do Cody and Harper and Bailey can eat herself out a window. Like That would actually be great. But like their dynamic works so well because they're very similar characters. And I think that's I why they it. put them in the classroom together because they just, they, they work yeah. so well. And because Alice needed a scapegoat, but yeah. yeah. But I love how, I love how it's so obvious they're using the bed to hide the rest of Harper's body when she comes out of the suitcase. <laughs> You're right. It's not even obvious that um, they're hiding it. They like, <laughs> it's like up close. LOL. But they do that effect better later on when Max is doing the magic show. So it, it it's a yeah, it looks a little better there. But the CGI on the cruise ship looks like a video game. Oh, a really bad video game too. But anyway, well, they Alec- use images from Google Earth, like it, yeah. you know, it's <laughs> it's like they got Microsoft Light Sim, but it's boats and it's two thousand nine. The Disney Cruise Line ships existed at this point. Why couldn't they? just have been on a disney cruise they could have sold disney cruises and just had a ship they could film on that would be awesome like why didn't disney think about that maybe they this, did and they're like legal things I, yeah i think it has to do something with like filming on foreign waters hmm. maybe. what am i what do i know i just studied whales yeah, we just we just do podcasts. We I just do a that. podcast and study whales. What do I know about marine law? <laughs> I hope you at least know about whales. I do know about whales. Okay, at least you're doing your job. All right. Um, so, yeah, I think we've gotten derailed for like the fifth time. Yeah, that's the podcast staple. It is. It is. If we ever get a theme song, it should be about how derailed we get. I'm going to hire an artist once this podcast makes a decent amount of money. I can hire an artist and get our theme song. It's no longer going to be a free-to-use 80s intro song that I took off It's going to be an 80s intro, and it's still going to be cliche, but it's going to be ours. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna sound like the Power Rangers theme song. <laughs> Podcasters, assemble! Oh, no. Once we get once we get a crossover with another podcast on here, that's the true staple. Okay, you know, yeah, you can have the theme song then. I'm gonna try to get the Park Duo podcast on here, maybe. I love how we're planning ahead in the middle of an episode. <laughs> when does that not happen though? So, uh, I. I honestly don't remember. Uh, well, actually, I don't remember much of this episode. It's basically just Harper filling in for Alex, Alex pulling pranks, and uh, Justin lying to London, getting dumped. Yeah, 
Justin is a terrible man. Like, I get, I get London is dumb, but that isn't that taking advantage of a woman? And I don't think Disney wants to, like, <laughs> to promote that. Don't make them pull the episode out of uh, concerns. I don't want them to pull the episode. I just want Disney to realize what they've done. You can, Justin is the Reddit, like, men, like, women don't respect me because, duh. He is such a Redditor. Like, you have to tell me, he is, he is absolutely, like, an incel in the making, if not for Juliet. No, 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 no. He became worse after Juliet disappeared. I absolutely had canon that, like, he just became more of a Redditor. He just started playing RuneScape and forgetting about school. (laughs) RuneScape. That she <laughs> went down the rabbit hole. The real He's... reason he couldn't go to Alex versus Alex, the real reason he wasn't in that special wasn't because he was busy at WizTech. It was because he was ashamed of himself because he was in the basement playing. No, it was because he was kids. screaming on Diz Twitter about how the parks are being ruined. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's self-aware. He's self. They've become self-aware. Run. <laughs> Do you- you want to move on to Double Crossed? Yeah, I think Double Crossed which is the best episode of mine. I, I, I like this is the best one, in my opinion. Part two. So this is the Sweet Life on Deck episode. Yep. And we get the classic it, it's intro. It's my favorite one because it's more of the, the characters from Wizards and On Deck interacting. And, yeah. You know, it, it's mo- just them and you get to see how they would get along. And it's really interesting. I think it, this is one of the best dynamics in a crossover like I had previously mentioned. This dynamic just works so well, and the characters like bounce off each other, and it, it's actually genuinely funny sometimes. But I feel like without the laugh track, it would just be really weird. Like, you get some Anna Montana in here because Cody is trying to get tickets for Bailey, but it's not as much as in the actual Anna Montana episode. Yeah, I hate the Hannah Montana episode. <laughs> Um, this one just provides a nice bit of like you know it's a sequel to that so rave, uh, that's a sweet life with the cake shirt gag which is from that original episode which I don't remember well but I remember that happens and uh, yeah the Justin hot tub happens in this episode yeah what is the you never explained the Justin hot tub no 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 I just said that because it was weird to me like uh, Justin in a hot tub is just weird to me I, I don't he gets I don't he like becomes it. he becomes that guy from that movie that Malcolm in the Middle was in. Wait, what happens? He gets dyed blue. I think it's oh, called Liar Liar. Movie. Okay. <laughs> I think it's called Liar Liar or something. Like this kid's like this kid's fan fiction gets stolen and turned into a movie and he gets really angry about it. Oh my god, it's like read it and weep. That's, it's an awful that, That's what happens with the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> So yeah, uh, someone puts dye in in the hot tub, and Justin gets in, and most of the episode is trying to figure out who did it, but like uh, you know yeah. Alex or or Zach, and yeah, uh, Zach is like, oh, because most be tells him like you have to entertain yourself, whatever's in your room, because you're grounded, and Zach looks at Alex and he's like, yeah, I, I can do that. And I was like, all right, Disney, I get the adult humor, but like, what the hell? <laughs> Look, I know, I know you're gonna do it because your room is a mess and no one will find out, but please don't. Yeah, please don't do that. Please don't murder Alex Russo. At least Harper isn't in the suitcase anymore. That'd be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> she changed she changed your name to Elizabeth Olsen. Which is a weird reference. Uh, and this is the only episode that has all the characters from all the shows in it. Because yeah. the last episode of the crossover doesn't have wizards in it. 
It's just Hannah Montana. Which is really weird. It's just a Hannah Montana episode on a boat with Zach and Cody. We'll get there. We'll get there because that was a that was a mess. That one's a mess. Oh yeah, it is. But like this one is Mr. Mosby running around, like trying to figure out who done it. And uh, another interesting part of this one is Cody embarrassing himself to get tickets for Bailey, and he eventually gets them because he gets cake on his shirt. <laughs> no eating off the shirt this time, but hey, yeah, that was works. Disney will never eat off anybody's shirt again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Disney would eat off other people's plates. It absolutely would, especially if it could buy those plates off them. <laughs> if it can buy the rights for those plates yeah. and put them in the parks. <laughs> Guys, Absolutely. look, it's the plate from kicking it. <laughs> it's a it's a plate from Fox. Let me eat everything but the news. <laughs> Let me eat everything but the news. I'm surprised Disney it's hasn't shut them down. Taste good. So this whole episode's like I guess like base is the dynamic between um Justin and Mr. Mosby. And I that like I was saying. This and Alex is, and Zach. And Alex and Zach. But it works so well, like surprisingly well. It does. And, and because because Disney needs to do things, they they pair Max London and I'm like, okay. That's the worst. There's almost a pedophilia joke there, but you oh. know. But like it, it's weird because Max falls in love with um Uh, oh, Max falls in love with London. I almost called her Paris. Yeah. <laughs> but she is a parody of Paris, so. It works. I'm surprised Disney didn't get sued by Hilton. Honestly. Well, like, that, that, this is the best episode for that reason, because of this dynamic, and then Hannah Montana shows up and ruins it. Because Hannah Montana is scary and I don't like her. I, I don't have anything against Miley Cyrus. I just don't like Hannah Montana. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like that show. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't so like... Yeah, this, this one ends with them getting tickets. So, you know, you think, oh, okay. They solved the plot, right? They got tickets to the concert. They found out who put the die. Okay. So it's all, it's all tidy. It's all good, right? It's almost like you don't need part three because the whole plot has figured itself out. No, but you need a Hannah Montana episode. All right. Wizards on deck with Hannah Montana. It could have just been Wizards on deck and that would have been a funny name. Wizards on deck with a vague sprinkling of Miley Cyrus. And that's it. But no. We have to get a whole. This one doesn't even seem like, uh, because the other two, the other two uh, titles, if you remember, Cast away to another show and double crossed, like allude to a crossover, right? Like, oh, yeah. it's a crossover. Part three, Superstitious Girl has nothing. It's like, what? That's just the Hannah Montana episode. It, it feels rushed and unnecessary. Yeah, it, it feels like it was added at the last minute. Because mm-hmm. most of it is just Hannah trying to find her anklet, but that's not enough. And Disney realizes that's not enough. So they put a subplot. Is the subplot in the boat? No. Is it on Hawaii? No, it's back five hours by plane in California because two kids opening a box. Yeah, that's the whole subplot is these two annoying, like, I forgot their names. <laughs> it's uh, King Brady and Rudy. 
Yeah, King Brady and Rudy. <laughs> I need to open a box from like, like an Ikea or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but my favorite part of this whole episode is how the dad is seasick, but he just sounds really drunk. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was drunk at first, but he's just seasick. <laughs> I bet he's seasick from the alcohol. <laughs> He is seasick from the alcohol because his dad, her dad, like, is the best character probably in this episode. Honestly, right. Is he the best Hannah Montana character? I think he is. Yeah, he is. Because the way her dad is, he's just like, he's a kid at heart. He is. He's pranking his children. That's great for him. I love it. He's pranking his own children. It's such like a funny thing for him to do. Because it's not like out of character. It's not out of character for him. No, at all. Is it implied that the kids are kind of stuck against the wall for, like, the remainder of the cruise? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, like, he's out the window. That's why I thought he was going to catch the bracelet. Yeah, right? Because he was, like, leaning out the porthole. I guess he was going to vomit or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought he was going to get the bracelet, but nah. Yeah, I thought the bracelet was going to land in his hair. Because ever since she lost the bracelet, like all the like, bad stuff has been happening to her. So mirrors break, um, hinges creak in doors, chambers, etc., etc. And strange and frightening sounds echo through the decks. <laughs> Candlelights flicker. <laughs> and, and, and the pool, the and the, and the pool is deathly still. That is the time <laughs> Hack and Cody are present, practicing their terror <laughs> with ghoulish. <laughs> no it's the oh 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 but it but it's with the haunted mansion like or organ in the background <laughs> We're and the, a better crossover and the ship's <laughs> horn the ship's horn is the the grim grinning ghosts <laughs> oh and mr mosby is just a ghost <laughs> he's just there <laughs> Or maybe uh, he's Master L- Gracie. He's like London. Know. London finally killed him with that. Mm, or hmm. <laughs> that M. Would you like to uh, to listen to M or F? Or F. That killed him. That's what killed him. No, he could he could kill Thanos. That F. Wait, Thanos can snap. Most people. <laughs> 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 Note how the Hannah Montana episode is so boring that we've resulted to entertaining ourselves. We can just reference to other episodes that have become memes. Did anything come a meme come from this? I'm not sure. I know a meme. Like, came I remember from a lot certain of this. lines, but I think that's just from me and not from the internet. Yeah. It will become a meme once people rediscover this it crossover. Should. Thanks to this podcast. People were, yeah, I was going to say people remember it, but I'm like, no, 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 you must listen to us for everything. Yeah, we will make you remember everything and have, have PTSD. To and I, I just realized that apart from the kids being stuck against the window because they opened the box, um, Hannah just has green hair now. Which, yeah. You know what? I'm cool with that. Embrace it. Like, she looks like Billie Eilish. Have fun. She looks like Billie Eilish. Hey, before her time. Before her time. But, like, this whole episode is just I, Hannah and her friends and the fans chasing her, and it just, it, it's so out of place. It feels like it takes place in two seat, in two sets. Like, it's in the room, and it's in the deck, and that's it. Yeah, it is probably two sets. 
literally two sets. It, I mean, probably most episodes are. What am I saying? That is true. I think Sweet Life. Um, but like you always saw the same locations. You never saw anywhere different. You did, but for some reason, this episode maybe because it had a whole side plot. This episode just felt really jarring. Yeah. And constricted at the same time. Because they didn't know what to do with itself, so I had to cut back to California. I thought they were going to do something with the storm plot. You know, they were like, a storm's coming. I was like, what if the power went out? Storm's coming. Skylar's storm. Oh, no. Mighty Med crossover. Do it. That's when the Mighty Med. If she said a storm is coming, that, that's where my brain went. And I'm like, oh, no, wait. Oh, wait. That was like seven years after that. Skylar just gets seasick and they have to come get her. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, I thought they were going to do something, but I, I guess it was just, like, symbolism for Hannah because it yeah. cleared when she felt better. It's just symbolism. You don't get it. <laughs> right? You don't have a high IQ to understand this Disney Channel crossover. Yeah, you don't have a high enough IQ. Yeah, excuse me, sir. You don't have a high enough <laughs> IQ to understand the power of the Disney crossovers. These are more relevant and deeply written than your marvel movies and shows kevin feige has <laughs> nothing against this why did that sound like Ur- i love that so much you should become that full-time kevin feige is nothing on this this is the best crossover in history i agree this beats out Avengers Endgame. This should have been three hours long and in the theaters. Right? Can I bring up how much it infuriates me that by the end when they go to the concert, Bailey is actually dressed to go out and, and Cody's just in a striped shirt. Yeah, Cody is a tear. This is me in this situation. I don't I'm know not how good to at fashion, act. okay? But yeah. Please. I would just wear a dinosaur t shirt and a hat. Because dinosaurs. And you, and you did point out to me that these concerts from the like, Hannah Montana episodes were actual concerts, like repurposed to be in the episode. Yeah, it was obviously a real concert because it wasn't, it, it felt big budget compared to. It's really jarring too. Just adds to this episode feeling weird. It's like, yeah, oh, it goes from like. Five seconds of this concert. It goes from like low quality, like TV footage to like HD concert footage. It's, I know. It feels so and it goes wrong. from half screen to full screen. That's how jarring it is. I did not did not pay attention to that, but I don't doubt it. And there's also uh That is so weird. The bloopers at the end, which are I miss that era of putting bloopers at the end of Disney Channel shows. See, the, the whole episode just has so many things going for it that make it shorter. The side plot, the concert, the bloopers. It's like this episode wasn't finished. Yeah, it doesn't feel finished at all. The first two episodes worked oh, so man. well, and if they had wrapped that up on its own without Hannah Montana, this could be a lot better, and it wouldn't be on this podcast. Oh, I know. But it is iconic. I will always remember it, because a lot of ads for it. Yeah, we don't really get anything like this anymore, except for Mighty Disney Ned and really, Elite you know, Force. You can, you can throw Disney under the bus a lot, but they made you feel special for watching this crossover. Like You felt like you were in for something big. Was the most recent crossover yeah. Phineas and Ferb and Milo Murphy? No, no, they did one with uh, Bunked and Raven. Oh, really? That's weird. Yep, I I don't remember it. I didn't watch it, but I didn't I they recast Bunked? Like the whole cast is different. 
I know they recast Raven very recently. They recast Raven? Like for season five. What the heck? I don't know if it's out already, but I've seen the pr- promotional images. They got rid of like mostly every character, including one of Raven's own kids. Yeah, they just got rid of Raven's kid. He died. They, they kept one. <laughs> I'm looking it up. So Googling, I didn't find anything of what you were talking about. I just found that Corey in the house is a spinoff of That's So Raven. No, you were discovering that Corey in the house is a cross to, is a spinoff of That's So Raven. We're gonna... And I discovered that basically uh, this season five is basically uprooting the whole show. Raven's moving with one of her kids to her hometown, leaving the other kid behind. And the, the side character from Gamer's Guide is here. Honestly, I found Franklin very annoying, but okay. We have to cover Gamer's Guide pretty much everything. We do, because Stampy's in the first episode, and that broke me. You, you know when everyone watched Minecraft? Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, but there is an episode called That's So in the House. Yeah, of, of Cory in the House and That's So Raven. See, these crossovers just keep coming. And why do they always start with That's So? That's so uncreative. That's so Cory oh, in the House. That's so Cory. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Cory in the House. The Cory in the House theme song slaps. It's the best Disney Channel theme song. It's I love Cory in the House. It's not my favorite one, but it's up there. But anyway, that is the Hannah Montana Sweet Life on Deck and uh, Wizards of Waverly Place crossover before we get sidetracked into oblivion. (laughs) Overall, two episodes were good. One wasn't. Watch the first two. They're they're nostalgic if you grew up with them. Yeah, I don't remember this coming on. I remember the Wizards of Waverly Place intro. I remember the spits and pieces of Zach and Cody on Sweet Life on Deck. That's about it. <laughs> you remember Zach and Cody on Sweet Life on Deck. Yes, that is your show. <laughs> watch this episode if you want us to cover Starship Tipton. <laughs> yes, watch this episode. Watch this episode. This episode gets to five plays. We will watch Starship Tipton. They say watch a podcast. I just did. My brain is slowly losing. <laughs> Listen to us. Listen to the podcast. Well, thank you for joining yes, me once exactly. again. Um, it's fun oh, having it was, you on it was so fun multiple episodes on. in a row. You. We're, you're on a streak. Honestly, time you break it before bad things happen. <laughs> yeah, we should break the street, <laughs> or else the storm's gonna come in and ruin and, and ruin my my life. Gonna blow away your hair. <laughs> All right, so I don't know what we're covering next week, but next time, but I will. I, I I'll figure it out because I usually tease what we're covering, but I have no idea. Maybe Starship Tipton. <laughs> We'll see. I have a lot of faith in you figuring out what you're going to come up with next. Thank you. As always, thank you for listening to the podcast. Even just leaving a a review helps us get out there to more people. We're at 300 plays in only a year of being on air. So thank you for all your support once again. um, Yeah, season two is almost is getting up there in the the numbers. Once again, each season is going to only have 15 episodes. Last season had 17 because we decided to cover all the Halloween Town episodes. But that will not be this season, hopefully. But as always, um, thank you for listening. And keep an eye out for the next episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Why don't we just relax? We'll turn on the radio. Would you like am or film?